Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast is presented by Pop Punk Takeout, which is a monthly subscription service that delivers merchandise from pop punk artists from all over the world directly to your door in a takeout box. So go to poppunktakeout.com right now to subscribe or or I should say also follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Pop Punk Takeout. I'm going out. I gotta go, I'll bang a ring on the radio, so turn it up, I'm telling you, I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya, hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya, hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques Lamore. Hey, hello and welcome. It's so great to have you here. You know, grab a seat, grab your favorite beverage and dig in, grab a slice. I'm Jacques Lamore. You know, one thing I, I really miss doing on the show, and it's been several months at this point, is every month I used to do what I call a 10 songs episode where I would pit pick uh, 10 songs that I really liked, put them on a playlist, but then also play all of those 10 songs on an episode of Pop Punk and Pizza for you. And then uh, you'd have 10 new songs to jam out to for the month. And then once the beginning of a new month came, I would do the same thing all over again. And I haven't been able to get back in the routine of doing that just because it takes so much time to comb through all the song submissions I get. And I also like to give a little blurb about each song. And it's been hard for me to do that since I started a second podcast on the side. A lot of my you know, my extra time goes to that, but hopefully we'll get back to that. Um, the reason I bring it up, um, introducing our guest tonight is one of the many incredible artists that was featured on those 10 songs episodes. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, this one dates all the way to January of this year for our 10 songs for January 2021 episode. So if you want to go back and uh, check that out, I'm almost positive it is. Maybe he'll remember, but I am uh, pleased to welcome Mike O'Leary from a band called The Tiger Made of Lightning. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Hey, Jacques. Good to be here. Good to have you here. Welcome, welcome. So, Do you remember if it was January that we played Exhausted yeah, on I the podcast? I believe so. I believe it was really early in the year because it came out in fall 2020. But then I think you guys finally played it. Finally played it. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, time. I was I was I was combing through like old emails and I think let's see. I I had it pulled up here, but it looks like I'm pretty sure it was January. Yeah, because because <laughs> you had sent me a message the end of November and then I asked you if I could play it in uh, January. So mm -hmm. I guess it wasn't yeah. too long after. But yeah, it, uh, uh, Exhausted was the first single for A Tiger Made of Lightning. And that was what, October that it came out yeah. of last mm -hmm. year? It's already been a year. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of funny that we're back. <laughs> it's a year later and here we are talking, <laughs> yep. you know? Yeah, um, that's great. The if I remember, weren't you taking the the proceeds from Exhausted and, and donating them to an organization in your area of Ohio, right? 
Yep. Yep. That's right. I was, I was donating them to um, LSS choices. So Lutheran social services, um, they, it's a, a shelter for uh, uh, survivors of uh, all kinds of uh, abuse. So, you know, just trying to help get back a little bit. Was there any um, like personal stories attached to that? Was there a, a motivation from, you know, a, a family member or a friend? So, uh, so in my, my day job, I'm a therapist. Um, so I work with a lot of uh, folks with trauma and recovering from trauma. So it's just something that's on my mind a lot. Um, and just, you know, I just wanted, I wanted the, the, the music that I write for a tiger made of lightning and, and the, the efforts that we take to be an extension of that, you know, just, uh, I think just taking the idea that we have a platform um, and I want to use it to, to, to help the people that need it. What, what I'm sure you've, you have to be so busy right now. I, I imagine most therapists have been slammed since the pandemic. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I went, I went all virtual for, I mean, almost a year and a half and I never lost any momentum. If anything, I think I built uh, a caseload even bigger than I had before. You're totally right. I mean, I, I think everybody's got at minimum uh, low key, <laughs> Uh, trauma experiences from everything at best. Um, and I, I think it's just, you know, I'm sure you could attest to this too. I just feel like whatever issues were already there for people, it just plugged it into an amp and just cranked it all the way up. Yeah, it did for everyone. And I think that's, and, and it's still going on to this day. Um, that amplification, I, I think mm-hmm. people are even, more exhausted not to put a pun there but you know i think they're even more exhausted uh looking back uh october 2022 october 2021 i think there's even more exhaustion yeah i mean i can't argue with that point at all unfortunately i mean i think uh i think some things have gotten better and then some things have gotten kind of hopeful and then there were those like two or three glorious weeks in what july june july where we were like oh th- things are okay again and then we're like <laughs> psych um yeah so yeah i i think that i don't know if it's gotten it's hard to say i i think it's still there i definitely think it's still there and but that's what i where i think the silver lining is is i think a lot of us have had to step back and evaluate things and say what really matters to me what am I spending my time doing? Who am I spending my time with? And are those things worth my time and energy? I like realizing that our energy and our time are, are, are valuable. And I think I've seen a lot of people, myself included, really step back and say, okay, I need to intentionally put my energy here instead of here. And that's where I think people are becoming less exhausted. At least I hope so. Gosh, I would hope so. I I was talking to someone the other day and referring to 2021 being exactly like 2020, but just with trying to make things happen, like mm-hmm. actually doing activities and events and you name it, just trying to throw that all in there while all the, the world's still a complete mess. And I think that's what where the exhaustion comes in because it's like we want things to be normal but it's at the same time 
the world's yes. not ready for that. <laughs> right. I, I, I completely get it. And, and I think it's, it's bad enough that the virus exists. And then it's also really bad that it's, it's just kind of further made the rift even further between, you know, all the factions involved without getting too into it. You know? <laughs> and, and, well, and, we and should, because if you read uh, a tiger yeah. made of lightning's bio, it says emo bullshit or something oh, like emo that. Bullshit. Emo yes. political yes. bullshit. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. What, what is emo political bullshit? <laughs> uh, so when I was writing exhausted, uh, there was a person that I considered uh, a friend that, uh, uh, didn't want to, wasn't a fan of it and said, referred to it as emo political bullshit. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm using that forever now. So that's it. Dude, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's, so that was their way of, of giving it a, a bad review. I guess. Are you still friends with them? No, not really <laughs> but you know as the aforementioned you know where is my energy need to go and where's the best place to take it i mean that was a good that was a very clear fork in the road and you know made it pretty easy so absolutely and even though you're not friends any longer at least they gave you a nice pardoning gift because oh, i really sure. like the <laughs> the emo political bullshit there there will be a t-shirt Jacques. there will be there will i would hope so man i feel like that should just be on everything you guys well, do it, it will be uh it'll be our, our t-shirt design number 3 we have two designs right now and i just you know once we recoup some of those expenses i'll i'll get that one made i was looking at those before we uh went uh live on this podcast and i was like ooh like i got to get one of those I really like the the lion or the tiger, excuse me. <laughs> it wouldn't make sense if it was a lion. My God, that would be funny though. You're you know hilarious. a tiger made of lightning, but you know it's a lion um, symbol. Top tier trolling for sure. <laughs> um, but you know I like the the actual tiger face design, and then um, the lightning bolt is obviously very uh, simple and fitting as well. So yeah, and I have some very talented friends. I'm, 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 you know, hashtag blessed. So, yeah. Um. Well, let's get to. You know, we're talking about exhausted, and at that time, it was was it literally just you? Because I remember mm -hmm. it was either when you sent me your first email or when I was looking up some information. It was it was just you and no one else. And yep. so, how did how did that creation come? Did that did a tiger make made of lightning come out of you mentioned earlier like uh rearranging or uh mm -hmm. putting energy in different places is that kind of where it came from yeah that's exactly it i i uh knew what kind of music i wanted to make um i had no idea how to record, record myself at all um so i in june of 2020 i invested in some some very simple recording equipment, uh, and I got some ideas out. Um, Exhausted had already been sort of recorded at that point, and then I was like, I, I know what I want this to sound like, so I just I took it to a local producer uh, named Will Carlson, who's phenomenal, and he got it exactly. He figured out um, what I wanted very quickly, and and we put it out by October. Okay, so it, it sounds like it kind of came together fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you did what so many people that I've talked to or have read about 
2020 hits and all of a sudden we've got this blossoming of all these new artists and new uh, bands and new songs. And it's such a beautiful thing to have that during such a chaotic time. Mm -hmm. Um, It really is. I mean, I think another thing that I've been trying to talk to my clients about, and I think I've seen, I'm seeing lots of other people doing it on their own too, is, is this renaissance of rediscovering things that brought people joy before things got in the way. So I see a lot of people finding things to tinker with, whether it's recording their own music or, you know, everybody was making sourdough bread for a while. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. People are, I, I started playing D and D for the first time ever. Really? Uh, we, I'm trying to, I think it was, um, Mike fit, um, Mike Fisher, no Christian Fisher. Christian. Yeah. 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 From, from, uh, settle your scores. Yeah. He's a, yeah. he's a big D and D guy. And I think, yeah, I, I can't remember from him. Do you, did you really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so you picked up D&D in the middle of yeah. this. How did you? So you must have been playing it virtually, though, right? With, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, during it COVID. Discord. Yep. I yeah. In Discord. So I started playing that uh, probably December of 2020. I was never allowed to play it growing up because, you know, Satan. Um, I, I grew up in the peak of satanic panic. So um, just like Harry Potter. I oh, would imagine absolutely. It was, that was yeah, that was evil too, and that was banned from your house. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but you know, I'm 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 grown up now, so I can I can do what I want. So, so okay, well then, you know, that's kind of Harry Potter. So, was literally Harry Potter something you were banned from from reading or watching? Oh yeah. What happened when it came to music then? Oh, I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music. Yeah, I I grew up with, so I was really fortunate to uh, be growing up around the time of you know Tooth and Nail Records. And okay, so yes, I, I I had a bunch of like kind of watered down versions of popular artists that were Christian until I discovered uh, Tooth and Nail Records and in, in uh, Solid State and and all those record labels whenever I was a teenager. So I got exposed to you know Five Iron Frenzy. I got exposed to Blindside. I got exposed to MXPX. I got exposed to Under Oath. I got exposed to, um, so, I mean, the Juliana Theory. That was my first taste of emo. Um, so, I mean, just a, a lot of really, really, I would say legitimately good bands. <laughs> so. And did did your parents, I, they must have questioned that. They're like, this sounds evil. <laughs> oh, for sure. But I would just show them the lyric sheet. So we were, my parents were our, are still disciples of like Dr. James Dobson. They focus on the family guy. Oh man. I remember that. Right. And they had this magazine that came out that was called plugged in and it did reviews of all this like media. Okay. So, and they didn't like anything. Um, (laughs) so they, I remember I wasn't like, they they were trying to get me to not watch, uh, the show boy meets world. I remember that was, Oh yeah. but I was like, that's one of the most wholesome shows. It is. And I, I wouldn't, I, I don't know this for sure, but I almost want to say, like, wasn't the creator of that show pretty Christian? I, I mean, I don't know that, but I would imagine so. It's very, it's very uh, of that ilk. So, yeah, I mean, it, it never it talks about worshiping God in there, but everything else, it, it's almost like it, it, I always felt like the show said, said that without saying it sure full house was very similar i guess i didn't watch enough full house to catch on to that but <laughs> oh, yeah okay. similar yeah. you know like that kind of family friendly 
ABC TGIF in the nineties kind of show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Did you ever watch those? Um, my mom got us, um, there was a, a film. I don't know if they were a production company or what, but I think they were called feature family films and she right. would, they would literally call us up every once in a while. Okay. They call my mom to tell her about these new movies they had coming out. And if she wanted to, you know, buy a copy and they would right. explain to her what these things were about. So, and it was all, you know, it was like wholesome. I, I, I think the company was Christian based, but I want to say it was called feature family films. And okay. I'm trying to, I wish I could remember some of the titles, but I'm just curious if possibly your family dived into, uh, to that company as well. I, you know, I don't know that for sure, but I wouldn't doubt it for a second. Uh, there was one, one of the movies was called Buttercream Gang, I think. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, does that sound familiar? That sounds really familiar. Yeah. Um, and there might have been, I think there might have been I'm multiple. That up later. I'm yeah, that dude, up later. look it up. Cause just from like what you're telling me, it, it sounds like something you possibly. Oh, for sure. There were a lot yeah. of movies about like, you know, drugs are bad and okay. And like, you know, a lot of abstinence based movies, things like that. So, so what was your, what was your reaction to these restrictions? Was it for you? Was it, um, you know, lashing out? Did you accept it? So, I mean, I didn't know that I could, um, I grew up with a really, uh, really super like restrictive suppressing repressing parents my mom was so they're boomers like my my mom was very like uh overly emotionally needy and my dad was very stoic john wayne wannabe kind of guy so i was kind of scared of him and so and i was afraid of my mom shaming me into doing whatever so i just like played i i walked the straight and narrow but you know my rebellion was you know when i had a chance i would you know record songs off the radio okay you know i would record or, or, you know, I would try to read about the bands that were popular when I was growing up. And I, you know, I remember they would, you know, find these things and just grossly misinterpret the lyrics and then destroy the tape or they would, you know, or they would just destroy the CD or they would uh, or they would, uh, you know, throw the like throw the book across the room. I remember I had a book about Nirvana that they found. I borrowed it from a friend because I didn't know. Oh, man. Because I didn't know who Kurt Cobain was, and then he died, and I was like, well, who's Kurt Cobain? And everybody's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, how do you not know who Kurt Cobain is? Yeah, Yeah. so I got a book about Nirvana that a friend let me borrow, and they were like, I can't, you know, yeah. So that was, that's how I grew up. So uh, my big rebellion was listening to non-Christian music. That was my big thing. Okay. I, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before on the podcast. I remember my parents not... uh, not like over the top, but uh, there were times where they would take away my oldest brother's, some of his CDs. And I think I remember one of those CDs being Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, well, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Prince. Right. And, uh, um, I want to say corn Limp Bizkit, you know, cause that was like the new metal. Yeah. Probably Slipknot's first album. Yeah, sure. You know, I don't think, 
I don't think he ever had Slipknot, but I know he had Corn. He had okay. Limp Biscuit. Sure. Um, yeah. I remember they took um, one of the record, one of the CDs they took from him was one of the Offspring records as well. Oh sure. Um, it was either yeah. their 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 first uh, major label debut or it was the the second uh, record My after guess- that. Based on what I know about Offspring, I'm guessing it was Smash because it had a self-esteem it on it. Probably was Smash, and it had the "you stupid dumb shit" goddamn <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly. So yeah. you know that wasn't uh, that wasn't flying at oh, all. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but um, so then then growing up, I mean, obviously before a tiger made of lightning, what were you doing? I mean, I was, I've been in a bunch of bands my whole life. I mean, I've, I've been in bands since I was 14, uh, since I started learning how to play guitar. I've always wanted to express myself that way. I've always wanted to write songs. I've always wanted to connect with people, you know, via music. Um, it's always been really important to me. So uh, a lot of, you know, alt rock into emo, into punk, into... I was even in a a, a band that was doing in the in like the early 2000s that was more along the lines of uh like block party uh it's so like a more dancey kind of stuff minus the bear i, I love minus the bear okay um and then i got back into punk um, but mostly i have mostly leaned toward punk and, and hardcore and emo too so it's been kind of my, my thing what were some of the bands you're in the columbus ohio yeah. area right mm-hmm. okay yeah. so what were some of the the bands you were in I'm just wondering if, since we're sure. relatively close, I'm just yeah. wondering if there's possibly some that I might recognize. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, so I grew up all kind of, I grew up near Pittsburgh, and then I, I spent oh, a lot okay. of my like, growing up in western Pennsylvania, and then I was in Philadelphia for a while, and then I moved to Columbus in 2009. So um, I was in a band called, uh, they, uh, a Zero Complex was the one I was in in Philadelphia. That was the dance rock band. Um, I was in a, I was in kind of like a weird, uh, mixture of like dance rock and punk called, uh, uh, uh what were we called? They've gone to plaid that line from Spaceballs. Okay. And then, uh, and then, I, was in, and then I was in a band called we are the movies for a few years too. Okay. Um, my, they're a, Colum- they're a Columbus band. Yeah. None of, uh, none of those sound familiar. Okay. I was, I was just, I thought maybe they would, but I'm oh, it's okay. racking my brain. I can't I, think I'm, of. Look, I'm small potatoes. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> my, no, you're all good. My, um, my very, uh, loving girlfriend and assistant Lizzie says she looked up, uh, feature family films. <laughs> <laughs> she says it no longer exists, but here is a list Thank of God. their movies. Thank oh, God. Man. Uh, and she said, you can also read their Better Business Bureau complaints, which is kind of funny. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to. <laughs> Thank you for looking that up, my dear. I'm going to have to. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to look up that list. I wish I could click on the link from the comment but for some it doesn't doesn't allow me to do that but um but yeah i'll have to uh i'll have to shoot you that link later and maybe maybe we can uh you know find some common ground on that by the way um i have no doubt we will alex says hello is alex in your band yeah he's our bassist hey alex what's up alex i was gonna say i thought i saw someone named alex share the the post about the live stream not too long ago 
Um, so, so how did, you know, you, you start off a tiger made of lightning. It's just you. Was it the intention just to be you or what was the original intent? You know, when I started it, I I had no idea. I, I just wanted to keep making music and live music just wasn't an option. And so I just, I was like, you know what, I, I have to learn at least how to make demos good enough for me to send them to people to say, can we make this better? And they go, yep, that was my goal. And so, you know, I did exhausted and then I, I felt really good. I felt the, like that the reception was really encouraging. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to work on an EP. And I, I got to work on that. And I just spent a lot of time just, taking my time just trying to make the songs as best as I could. And I really wanted them to be really, truly me Um, and really, truly what, you know, just kind of the culmination of what I had been thinking about since exhausted. I wanted to be kind of a follow-up, you know, if if exhausted was, wow, we've really been through a lot. uh, I wanted it's chaos. Be kind to be, this is what I've learned. So, and and the follow-up to that was little birds, right? Mm-hmm. yeah which was perfect um well, thank you <laughs> it um it it kind of rounds things out um mm-hmm. and you know it, it's a it's a beautiful song written uh for your 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 both of your daughters right you have yeah. two daughters yep and uh how old are they they're eight and six okay so yeah. um so you you kind of used uh use your they inspire you obviously you know you have kids they always inspire you my son definitely inspires me to just be a better person and and be you know more kind because it it's like you know you're i don't know what your parenting experience has been like but um you know i i'm not perfect i've i've definitely uh, parenting has had its struggles here and there of things I'm trying to teach him. And, you know, sometimes my patience has been thin and it's like, well, that's not good to show him, you know? So it's like, it's like, how can I expect him to be patient and not get angry if, if I'm not doing that, you know? Yeah, I mean, exactly. And, and it's, it is really hard. I mean, parenting is the hardest and most rewarding thing I've ever done. I mean, I feel like it's such a trope at this point, but it's true. I mean, I became a man the day my first daughter was born and I've been striving to be a better one ever since in large part because of that. And so when, when you, you decided to to sit down and, and write this song, what was some of the first things that that came to your mind? What was the first parts that came together when it came to to little birds? The chorus was the first one. So my daughter's names are Fiona Wren and Thora Lark. So they bird middle names. So they've just always been our little birds. So um, my wife Jamie's always referred to herself as like Mama Bird. You know, so <laughs> just, bird has been kind of in. I have bird tattoos for them. Um, and so it's just kind of been there and and the chorus came together really fast. It came together honestly, I, I was I started working on that around the time Thora was born. So she that was 2015. So I had the chorus and then um I had the this world won't do you any favors part. Um just remember what you learned about how everything's connected and to make every second count. I had that pretty quickly too. 
And then I sat on it for a really long time because I was just like, oh, it's too sappy. It's too, it's too personal. I was in a band at the time and I, I had played it for them and they were like, meh, like they didn't, you know, they weren't interested. And I, I, I get it. Like it, they, you know, they, it wasn't for their kids and I wasn't yeah. the front man. So, um, so I sat on it for a long time. And then when I started to Tiger made of lightning, I was like, well, I mean, this is the time to do it. So I knew this was going to be the next single after exhausted. Um, so that was the, that was the song I finished first. And I would not have expected a song like that after exhausted. I would have expected something similar to that. So the fact that you're pretty much out of the gate, brand new artist, and you're giving us that variety, it says so much about you as a songwriter and says so much just about now the band, which by the way, Colin says he's here as well, or Colin. Is it Colin or Colin? Oh, it's Colin. It's not Colin. Okay. It's Colin. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. do know Hi, I do know someone who goes by Colin and they spell yeah. it that way. So like I wasn't yeah. sure. Oh no, but, it's okay. Uh, it's definitely Colin. Yeah, he's he's uh he's our lead guitarist. He's he's a great dude. What's Thanks up, Colin? In, man. <laughs> so, um, um yeah, go ahead. No, you go. Oh, I, I was just going to say, yeah, I, I'm really, I, I really appreciate that. I, I, I wanted to come out of the gate with kind of a, a sledgehammer to, to the face. Cause the other one was a sledgehammer to the face, but like, and it was more of a sledgehammer to the gut, you know? Uh, Absolutely. I, I, you know, obviously it was kind of like this, this big epic, not ballad, but you know, um, but just this big epic song. And I wanted this to be big and epic too, but I wanted it to be more joyful. I wanted it to be. Again, like the if 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 exhausted was where I've been, I wanted its chaos be kind to be what I've learned. So Little Birds was just a kind of a reaffirming of like I I can I can be a good dad as, as or I can be the best dad I can be. And thank you for reminding me to do that. That's kind of what I was saying to my girls. Gosh, I'm I'm getting uh I I I'm I'm wanting to tear up now just thinking about it. And my son's not with me tonight, so I'm like, oh, like uh, it makes me just want to give him a hug, you know. Uh just it. just thinking about it. I I mean, maybe I'll see him. Well, I'll I'll I think I see him tomorrow. I can't remember, but okay. regardless, um How he's uh, he's 4. Oh, oh man, that's a fun age. Is it's been say, so much fun. That's what people say at any age they are. Oh, that's a fun age. <laughs> yeah, they do say right. They said that when he was three and when he was two, and it's like yeah. it's all fun, depending on how yeah. you look at it. Hopefully, exactly. I mean, fingers exactly crossed. Right, it, it, fingers crossed. It keeps going that way. But um, you know, it's, I will say, I will say, eight and six are super fun because they're starting to read. Uh, they're starting to really get into their friends in a way that they haven't before. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing about all their little secret clubs they've made, and <laughs> I'm hearing about all the books they're they're reading and all the all the uh, the games they're playing together. And you know, I'm so excited for these kids to be able to get vaccinated soon, so we can actually have like play dates and sleepovers. So I'm really excited for them. But yeah, it's really fun to just take all that in. Yeah, it absolutely is. It, every I just try to appreciate every single stage the best I can, you know, right. because it usually moves on. You know, like right now our stage is like, well, he's been obsessed with trains for a long time now. But 
right now it's particularly about the Polar Express. So, so right now we're like watching Polar Express sometimes multiple times a day. And so we're going through that, <laughs> that whole thing, yep. you know? Yep. I so. totally get that. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that's really great. I mean, that's, that's that part of the, of little birds, the, the, I need to take in everything and, and pay attention to the moments and cement them in my brain. Like that's, that's exactly where that, that comes from. And so others, others were so moved by it as well. I mean, I know, uh, Yahoo news picked it up. Um, so many other, there was a lot of, a lot of press on that song. Yeah, it was overwhelming. I, I mean, Yahoo news, scary mommy, uh, Eliza Broadbent wrote, uh, she found it. I posted it on one of the pop punk groups on Facebook and she found it and she's a writer for scary mommy and was like, Hey, do you want to do an interview? And I was like, yep. And then <laughs> they are, they syndicate with, uh, with Yahoo News. So that was huge. Um, and then uh, Jesse Lee from High Road Publicity. Um, I yeah. Don't know if you know him. But yes. Uh, I, I, it's one of my favorite TikTokers. Um, he, uh, he and that got a huge response. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I had, uh, I'm really grateful for everything. Yeah. I had seen that as well. And I, he, he, he compared you to Broadside, I think, right? Is yeah, that, yeah, that was, very high praise. <laughs> really cool. Yeah, who doesn't like broadside, man? Uh, for sure. Um, but your your let's let's talk let's get to your latest single though, which just came out here in like the last week or so. Um, I think this would be a good opportunity to talk about that, and then we can yeah. actually uh, play the song as well. Let's do it. Um, so it's uh, it's chaos be kind is the name of the song, but that's also actually the uh, it's techni- it's the title track of the, the EP, yeah. Um, and uh, once again, you're really good with <laughs> with you know uh, the timing is so fitting with your song titles. You know when exhausted came out, it fit the world perfectly, and now you got well, it's chaos be kind. It's mm-hmm. it's just a wonderful reminder. In, in my eyes, to just um, be kind to anyone that comes in in your direction because you yeah. don't know what they're going through. Yeah. I mean, so It's Chaos Be Kind uh, is from a, uh, a Patton Oswalt comedy uh, special. It was something that his first wife said to him when he would get overwhelmed with the world and how stupid things are. Um, and man, that just always stuck with me uh, because I'm always trying to think about what I can control. I'm trying to help my clients take energy away from what they can't control and put it into what they can. And we can control if we're kind or not. We can control what we appreciate. Like, you know, we can control where we put our energy and our time. And, you know, despite how chaotic everything can be, what is within our control? What can we do to be the best version of ourselves? What can be, we do to help our community, our people, or the people around us, and, and make the best of things? That's perfect. And uh, this song features, is it Micah? Micah, yeah. Um, how did you get linked in with, with her? So uh, I used to work with her mom uh at it before i so when i first moved to columbus i had a job at a, a mental health center there uh she's also a therapist um and so at that point when i was working there micah was so micah's 18 so she was like probably seven at the time um and uh 
so I didn't really know her at that point. And so after I left that job, I, you know, um, her mom and I were just, you know, Facebook friends and I would, she would just post things about her daughter just singing. And I was like, Whoa, she's got pipes. And then, so fast forward to about 2018, she's in high school. She's got a band. My band at the time had an EP release show. And I was like, you're going to play that show with us. <laughs> and awesome. And so they played the show, they crushed it. They, you know, so I just, uh, I've just been kind of like, not mentoring them that's not the right word because that sounds way too pretentious but like (laughs) just being like just trying to be like their just being helpful yeah it's their big brother just trying to uh help them out and stuff and so we've we've been friends and then and and i've always thought micah has uh, such a, a great voice and so um their band is called forever unknown check them out um they just put a single out uh a week or two ago called manic pixie dream girl and it's so good but uh so i so ever since um Ever since I, w- I left that band, I-, I knew I was like, I want Micah to feature on something. And so when I wrote that song, I was like, this is this is perfect. I kind of modeled that song after that. You know, it means a lot if it means a lot to you by A Day to Remember. OK, but I was like, but what if Phoebe Bridgers wrote it? And then had some guy with a with a gravelly voice sing it. There That's you what go. I wanted to sound like. So <laughs> nice. I think you pulled yeah. that off, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and and uh, listen and and watch. Okay. For as long as I remember, shut my feelings in. Never safe enough to share them So I internalize my rage When I finally had the chance to Take my life into my hands Had no idea why relationships Would crumble into sand Until I learned to see That what I missed was right in front of me
so just I'm just gonna end this by quoting Michelle Eileen McNamara. It's chaos. Be kind. Thank you. You got me right in the feels once again, man, because I watched that earlier. I listened to it earlier and I feel like watching and listening like the second or third time around, I feel like I got the the feeling even a, just a little bit more in that mm. song. It's so deep. Um, I, I think my favorite line is probably, you know, we choose where to go. Um I, I think that's a reminder that we all need because we talk about what we were given when we first started. We weren't given this and we're, sure. you know, we were born with this. We were born with that. Um, and that doesn't have to define where we go or what we choose to do. We can, we have more power than we realize to create our own paths or choose a different one if we don't like the one that we're on currently. Um, and then you were, um, Micah, man, Whew. you were, you weren't kidding, man. She's got, it's got a set of pipes on her. Um, I, I, and she's only 18, 18 every time. Yeah. She starts, she's a freshman Denison this year. So wow. Yeah. Um, every time I, I listen to that song and I, and her verse comes in, it's just immediate gut punch. I just, yeah, yeah. I'm floored. I'm mm-hmm. so I'm so grateful that she featured on this with me. I like it, it was so funny in the studio. So my friend Knox, um, Knox Fields, he is in an amazing band called Zone Zero. They're like a new metal band. Check them out. They're great. He's also in a, a hardcore band called Rejoice. They're amazing. I have very talented friends. Anyway, he recorded. <laughs> he did the rec- the principal recording uh, for this record with me and did a lot of the the editing too. Um, we were recording this and then Micah came in for her verse and she's was just did, did that like oh I hope I do okay and then she goes in one takes it and Knox went she's recording all your parts right <laughs> I was like you're not wrong she should have done that so you're like man I really got to step up my game <laughs> I mean yeah that song is what it is because of her yeah so, yeah and I, I was curious you know, the line where uh, in the chorus you say it's okay not to know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure that's something that you hear all the time from your clients as a, as a therapist, I would imagine. And what do you usually do in, in those moments for yourself or how do you guide the, the patients that you see or the clients that you see when they tell you things you know uh when when they don't they feel like they don't know you know they don't know what to do i mean what yeah well okay so the the magic answer for most of these kinds of questions is it depends uh because there's some people that say i don't know as a cop-out there's some people that say they say that as shorthand for i don't want to talk about this um and then there's some people that are, are it's shorthand for fuck you. So, <laughs> it's, well, yeah, it yeah. just kind of comes down to I have to assess the situation and kind of go from there. But for the people that genuinely like they really want to know and they don't or they feel desperate or sad or, or, or helpless, that's when I tell them it's OK. You don't have to know everything. I mean, we live in a society, period. But we live in a society where these things are in our pockets. So like with these plus social media it's really easy to think well i have to know everything at all times and you don't 
why don't we all just become really good at like two things and then share our knowledge with other people and then we get the good knowledge from the people that we know are good at that thing and then we share the knowledge and we all benefit we used to do that right yeah thing yeah no, I'm not trying to be all like, well, back in the good old days. I'm just saying, I think <laughs> no, it's capable of that. It's true. Um, so. You know, I, the more and more studies come out all the time talking about how, I guess this might be a little different, but multitasking, um, you know, saying how, how bad that is for our brains, you know. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's not exactly what we were just referring to, but what you said made me think of that. Well, you the know. expectation that we should be doing all these things at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I agree with that. It, it's definitely detrimental because it's also not only is it detrimental, but it's also like celebrated the whole hustle culture myth. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. No, sleeping's really important <laughs> it's, for you. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I'm realizing more too. Speaking yeah. of, of trying to, to move things around in your life. I'm, I'm, trying to do that if i can you know and and realizing that oh man um i'm gonna like i'm gonna my life is gonna be a little short-lived if i don't do something about this soon you know Mm -hmm. uh that kind of thing so it's a it's a good it's a good reminder um so you know uh it, it it's chaos be kind um that's the name of a tiger made of lightning ep which is Mm -hmm. available now um are there physical copies of it or is it just on streaming right now it's just on streaming you can purchase it on bandcamp uh so it's just bandcamp slash or a tiger made of lightning slash or dot bandcamp.com just do google bandcamp a tiger made of lightning you'll find it uh so it's available for download there it's also available for download on on um uh apple music uh amazon you know it's it's available on all, all the, the play- platforms whether you yeah. want to stream it or download it either one so okay cool but Bandcamp's the most helpful so. yes absolutely especially on they still do the Bandcamp fridays right they do yep yeah uh that's isn't that the it's the first friday of every month i believe so I think. yes yeah mm-hmm. okay so and that well that's coming up it's the 27th of mm-hmm. of uh october so that would yeah. be next next friday mm-hmm. um so that would be a good time to, you know, buy this EP, hints, hints. It, it Just, sure would, Jacques. It sure would. <laughs> um, and and are, are, I know you just, uh, A Tiger Made of Lightning, just officially had your, your first show yeah. this month. Are there any other shows coming up or any future things happening that you want to plug? Yes. So uh, as of right now, um, we have a show booked on uh, November 4th um, with uh, at the A&R Bar in Columbus, Ohio, with uh, Girl Fox, Courtney from work and Little Miami. Those are all some really fantastic uh, local slash regional bands in our area. They're great. Um, we are currently working on getting uh, a couple other shows set up. Um, we're looking to set up set up a show, um, a couple shows in Cleveland, hopefully, um, at the least one, if not more. Um, really want to play Cleveland. I really like it up there. Um, really want to play some shows in Dayton. I've, I've never played a bad show in Dayton. It's a great place to to do live music. Um, and then uh, we have we have a show set up for January that we'll we'll announce in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. It'll so also be in Columbus. So. Awesome. Yeah. So things are starting to things are starting to happen. So it's 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 starting to feel 
like a real thing again. <laughs> Good, man. I'm I'm so happy for you. You know, uh, you. compared to when I was first introduced to you and a tiger made of lightning to now, it's, it's nice to see that it's grown and, and blossomed into something more than than just you and just it you know i i feel like some of my basement yeah (laughs) i mean you know like some of the the new artists or whatever that have come out of the pandemic it usually was just like yeah that was just a pandemic thing you know um so it's it's nice to see that uh, some of the new artists that started in the pandemic are more than just oh yeah that was a pandemic thing you know yeah so. I, but I, I really do think not to beat a dead horse, but I really do think that it, that's the the uh, the product of people just kind of saying, you know what, I've got nothing to lose. I'm just going to be as creative as I can and whatever comes out comes out. Oh, I really like this. Oh, I found other people that really like this. Let's let's see where this goes. Yeah, I and agree. So that's why I think there's been such great music that's come out this year. Yeah, so, absolutely, man. I yeah. could not could not agree more with that um i mean i mean that's how i got my my the band members for me was was you know i put exhausted out and then i just kind of said who in my in my scene do i really want to play with who's the best drummer i can think of who's the best bassist i can think of who are the best guitarists i can think of that would also have really good stage presence and make a good show i the first four people i asked all said yes (laughs) <laughs> wow then, you sounds like you got like an easy break there <laughs> it's usually not that simple <laughs> i did not expect it to be that simple um and so and then when we practiced it just felt organic and then we rehearsed and it felt organic and then we got on stage and like from note one it was just like you know like that feeling where you know you're ex- exactly where you're supposed to be yes mm-hmm. so, so uh I'm, just, I'm so excited to see where this goes <laughs> so alex uh colin colin Landon is the other guitarist, and then okay. Steve is our drummer. Okay. Yep. And so these were just all people you knew from the scene and, and playing uh, in other bands and such? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You uh, you definitely lucked out. <laughs> I did. I'm, I feel very fortunate. I feel very fortunate, very grateful. I'm just, I'm just rolling with it, man. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, good for you, Mike. Um, thank you so much for, for spending some time with me here. And um, I can't wait to, you know, hear what's next. And I'm definitely going to be listening to uh, It's Chaos Be Kind on uh, rotation now. Oh, that means so, a lot. Thanks, Jack. I really appreciate yeah. that. Uh, yeah, we're starting to write EP2 uh, probably early November and uh, hoping to have enough music to start recording winter like maybe february we'll, cool. we'll see knock on wood we'll see you know that big things coming soon or whatever but um but I, I i that's that's my goal so i'm trying to shoot for that and uh but i do have a couple of things coming out in between then um okay so i recorded i featured on a cover of the taste of gasoline by teenage wrist um with a band uh, from columbus called meryl creep who are great they're a shoegaze band nice so it was just yeah, they're really good. And then uh, we're we're gonna put out a quiet version of Little Birds. Okay. Um, we'll probably put that out probably around Thanksgiving, maybe Christmas time, somewhere in there. So okay, those mm-hmm. those are two things to look out for. Um, yeah. In terms of releases, and then well, all the while I'll be writing and trying to get this uh, second EP off the ground. So cool, man. That's awesome. Well, I I wish you a lot of luck with that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Of course. Um, you have uh, yourself a great rest of the night. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much. Right. I really appreciate your time. Of course. Thanks, yeah. Mike. All right.
All right, let's uh, let's give Mike another round of applause. That was that was awesome. Really, really love all the the stories and meanings behind a tiger made of lightning, and uh, just learning more about Mike. Um, sounds like a great guy. Uh, please. Please, if you can, uh, stream that EP by A Tiger Made of Lightning, their debut EP. It's Chaos, Be Kind. Uh, again, a tiger made of lightning.bandcamp.com. And also our wonderful sponsors at Pop Punk Takeout. Uh, it's a monthly subscription service. And uh, what they do is they team up with amazing pop punk oriented artists all over the world. And they're like, hmm, what? Exclusive items can we put into a takeout box and send to someone's door once a month? That's literally what they do. Uh, they've teamed up with MXPX in recent months, also Chris DeManks of Less Than Jake, Smart Punk Records, and so many other incredible artists. So go to poppunktakeout.com, subscribe today. There's two different um, versions or two different boxes, carry uh, carryout boxes that you can get, takeout boxes. There is the pizza one, which is the bigger version. And then there's a smaller one, uh, which is a, a Chinese food takeout box. So it looks like you're getting fried rice for dinner, but, you know, it's got pop punk merch in it from amazing bands, obviously, from all over the world. So poppunktakeout.com. You can also follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at pop punk takeout and while you've got uh, the socials open you can follow us at pop punk pizza pod we are on tiktok as well i just created that one not too long ago i'm still trying to figure out exactly what i'm going to do with it but for the meantime give a, give it a follow and i'm trying to think of something creative that i can do on tiktok that won't be too much of a time suck. If you have any ideas, let me know. Uh, you can also buy merch, sign up for our mailing list, find out how you can become a sponsor of the podcast at poppunkpizzapod.com. We do live stream our episodes every single Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time on our Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube accounts, or you can catch the episode the following day on all podcast platform so thank you so much for watching listening however it is that uh, you're listening to this podcast right now it truly does mean the world to me and i hope you have a wonderful halloween i am super stoked this year um i'm gonna be a stormtrooper my son's gonna be darth vader and we're gonna take over the neighborhood uh with the force so i'm really looking forward to doing that that just sounded so nerdy but i don't care I'm excited. So have a safe and happy Halloween, and I'll talk with you next week here on Pop Punk and Pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey.